What's up, people? Another episode of Justice Sports. Mo K. Davis here with you, and I'm mad. I am mad, and I wonder how mad you are with a topic that I will be touching on in regards to Major League Baseball. That's on the show. We will talk about the... I don't want to call it the reversal of a decision, but just the NFL appealing uh, the Deshaun Watson six-game suspension for one Cleveland Brown quarterback, Mr. Deshaun Watson, because they want a tougher penalty. And I agree with them. I agree with them. I'll get into that as well. There is nothing more disturbing than seeing your team decimated. And in this case, I'm talking about the Washington Nationals, a team that at one point had Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg, Juan Soto, Bryce Harper, Anthony Rendon, all gone. And there are a number of others. Trey Turner. And the thing it made me think about is I don't understand how any of us can be happy with the way things are done in Major League Baseball. You tell me another sport where teams readily trade away young stars for younger stars I, I don't I don't get it and maybe it really doesn't happen that often but I feel like it happens that often because it's happened too often with the Washington Nationals of late They couldn't sign Bryce Harper. Granted, he left on his own. But I'm sick and tired over the last couple of months of hearing people talk about, oh, they want prospects. They want good young players. Tell me which sport you can think of. And it's not like there are many. Basketball, football, Hockey. Could you imagine if the Lakers at the height of Kobe Bryant, they were like, oh, you know what? We're just going to trade him. Yeah, we just don't want him anymore. We're going to trade him for some younger players. It happens too often in baseball. I could see... You know, I could see the Mad Max trade a little bit. Look, won a World Series. You're in your 30s and not young 30s. Maybe this is it. 
the Patriots, Tom Brady, look, we won five Super Bowls, we're good. But not a player like Juan Soto. Not a player like Trey Turner. They were your young nucleus. You're going to get younger? I just don't like it. In, the, in my mind, it takes away from the excitement of baseball. And I'm certainly disappointed in Nationals' ownership to just sell off the team the way that they did or are doing because they actually are selling the team too. And maybe that's the best for Major League Baseball because the learners, obviously, were not really into baseball in my mind because they didn't own the team that long. What, 2000, 2005 to now? Right, they bought in 2004? All right, you know, maybe 19 years is enough. I guess I need to look that up. But I just really... I just really, it bothers me. It bothers me. Trey Turner and Juan Soto were the young nucleus that you were going to build a team around. And now I feel like we're in a situation where no one, no one is going to care about the Nationals. And don't tell me, oh, but look where they got back. All right, maybe these guys are going to be good in like three, four years, five years. Maybe, maybe, but there is no guarantee. I ask you, how many number one draft picks do you remember from past MLB drafts? Nobody. Steven Strasburg, maybe. I think he was number one. This isn't like the NFL or the NBA draft. You can't remember there are too many players that are drafted. You don't know. By the way, the Orioles, they drafted Matt Holliday's son, too. So we'll see how he does. Juan Soto was 23 years old. He could have been a national for the next 10, 13, 14 seasons. And not in the current state of the nationals. But I'm saying, could you imagine how good that team would have been if they had kept it together? And don't tell me it was a pandemic. To me, that was just your excuse. The learners being real estate moguls just looked at the Nationals like a house, like a an office building. It's depreciating in value. Just get rid of it. That's not what you do with teams. That's not the kind of ownership I would like for the Nats. And I hope whoever buys the Nationals next time understands the, uh, the, 
the value and the prestige that comes with owning a team that is not just about buying them low and selling them high. Because obviously they did that because it was a you know, new, new team, a new franchise. Juan Soto was a generational type talent. And he should still be a national. Say it ain't Soto. It just, I, you can't possibly be happy. If you're a Nats fan, you can't look at this and say, oh, look who they got back. I mean, just like I said, I'm going to root for Houston. Now I want to see a Houston Padres World Series. Especially because not only do they have Juan Soto now, but they also have former Oriole Manny Machado, former Pirate Josh Bell. These prospects that are supposed to be great for the Nationals. They got uh, Mackenzie Gore, a left-hander. First baseman, Luke Voigt, who doesn't count. I don't even know. Prospects, James Wood, C.J. Abrams, Robert Hassel III, and Yarlin Susana. We'll see. But I can only imagine how tough this was for Mike Rizzo as well. Six degrees of separation. I have like a relationship with Mike Rizzo. And I want to see him do well. And I imagine this was gut-wrenching. Because the thing is, I don't understand why you trade him. He was under contract for the next three years. You could have just had the same contract and let him play till he was 26. Maybe 25 and you trade him. But in order for that to have been something that was worth doing, you had to keep the nucleus together, and you didn't. You could have kept Scherzer and Trey Turner and Anthony Rendon and Bryce Harper, and this team would be like the Yankees and the Dodgers, especially with the pitching, with Mad Max. And if Steven Strasburg, okay, granted, let's admit he hasn't been healthy. Once again, he's out for the rest of the year. He's pitched like two games in the past three seasons. I know. If you're the learners, you're like, oh, well, we already won our World Series, so we're good. That makes it that that makes it even worse. That's the kind of ownership group that reminded me of the criticism that the Florida Marlins owner got. Was that Jeffrey Lurie? When the the Marlins won the World Series and then they got rid of everybody and then they won it again, I don't know, like five, six years later and then got rid of everybody again. That's not gonna happen for the Nets. I don't see it. But if it does, I'll be happy. But I don't like it. I don't like how Major League Baseball that there are these sellers. I mean, it's one thing if you're, excuse me, if you're in a contract year, Bradley Beal, there was talk. Is he going to be traded? Is he going to be traded? Is he going to be traded? But you didn't trade him. Because you realize in some ways you when you get generational talent, I mean, could you imagine if they were like, 
uh, Giannis, yeah, we're just going to trade you. If they were having a bad season. So that doesn't really count. But for teams that are bad, you don't. You trade a young star if they aren't performing well. And I guess to extent you don't want to pay them like the Kansas City Chiefs did with Tyreek Hill. But I feel like the salary cap in the NFL is a little bit different. But I just, I, it's hard for me to come up with another sport that traded away a young, young generational talent like Juan Soto. Before he really is even going to reach his prime. I mean, what, he was 19 when they won the World Series? I'll never be happy with it. I'm happy the Dodgers got a World Series, happy for Trey Turner and Mad Max. And now I'll be happy if the, oh, I hate to say if the Astros, oh, Matt Blum does work there now, so I'll be happy for him. Shout out to Matt Blum or the Padres. I have a special friend there too. So, I guess either way, I'll find a way to be happy. I'll find a way to be happy. Shout out to Shannon. Shout out to Shannon. I don't like it. I don't like it. The other story that I don't like is the decision or the suspension of six games that was handed down to Deshaun Watson. And this is the first time, I don't want to say in a long time, but the first time that I was happy that the NFL was like, no, we got to do more. I mean, I'm not going to go through all of the comparisons. That I am coming up with. You know, obviously Calvin Ridley suspended an entire season for betting 1500 bucks. I mean, that alone, as a woman, I feel like Sue Robinson, I'm surprised she didn't say, yeah, you got to go for a whole season. But there were other comparisons that I actually should have remembered, but I don't want to compare it because they're apples and oranges. At what point do we not think about, oh, you didn't prove it in court? It's not. It's hard to prove sexual assault cases. And I don't think the women that are coming forward would have come forward with this, which I think in the end when they checked out all of the DMs, it got up into like 66 women that were, you know, approached about this and there were 25 lawsuits. 
I mean, yeah, of course. I guess you'll say you take the money. And then you got the Cleveland Browns somewhat complicit in this and that they knew he was going to be suspended and fined. So they gave him a $1 million contract for this year. I mean, come on. How transparent can you be in a bad way? Not a good way. We love transparency, but not that kind of way. The disrespect for the women who came forward. You think their life is easier? And they don't have millions of dollars in fans supporting them. I like seeing the breaking news that the NFL is going to appeal the suspension. They needed to have a tougher penalty. And I know, as I said, it was a great argument by Deshaun Watson's legal team to talk about how the owners who had their own transgressions that were, you know, kind of like a little slap on the wrist. In comparison, I would be curious if the NFL Players Association is going to fight the appeal. I don't think it's a good thing to fight the appeal if I'm the NFLPA. It doesn't look good for you. Of course, they're going to stand by our decision because you think... If you don't, then the players association will probably fire the president of the NFLPA and say, hey, you don't care about the team or the, excuse me, you don't care about the players. Robinson, the six game suspension, 16 page report. I didn't read all of it. Just some excerpts. Quote, the NFL carried its burden to prove by a preponderance of the evidence that Mr. Watson engaged in sexual assault as defined by the NFL in parentheses against the four therapists identified in the report, end quote. She also went on to say that Robinson was also found that Watson engaged in conduct that posed, quote, a genuine danger to the safety and well-being of another person and conduct that undermines or puts at risk the integrity of the NFL. She also went on to, as I mentioned in the last pod, to differentiate between violent and nonviolent sexual conduct. And Robinson concluded that Watson's conduct, quote, does not fall into the category of violent conduct that will require the minimum six-game suspension. The league has established as by far the most commonly imposed discipline for domestic or gendered violence and sexual acts. It just doesn't sit well with me. It doesn't sit well with me when also a team has to settle with these women as well because they know they're in the wrong. When you settle, it's like, yeah, I know I did something wrong. Here's some money. Be quiet. And let me tell you something. That never, ever feels good. It never, ever makes you whole. 
You may think it does. You may buy something here or there. You may feel a little bit of a win. But in the back of your mind, when you're by yourself, it never feels good. And it stays with you for the rest of your life. And I know from a different experience, but I cannot imagine what the women are going through. Watson's team should have said, hey, look, we'll sit out for the year. We'll donate our salary to charity. Cleveland will be there for you, but we think this is the right thing to do. In my mind, I feel like if I'm Deshaun Watson, I might do that just as a way to try to repair my public image. Because realistically, that's even weird for me to say that. You can't repair your public image after what you did. But at least it shows an even more level of remorse. And the Cleveland Browns, so Cleveland Browns will be fine because they have stunk for so long. They'll be fine. If Watson, who misses the six games and doesn't get a paycheck, he's only going to lose $345,000 of a just over $1 million contract. It's, it's chump change compared to the other $230 million. So I guess, you know, he's going to get. I mean, we're like at two twenty-eight. He's still going to be able to get from the Browns. It doesn't sit right with me. I can't imagine it sits right with you either. But maybe it does. Maybe you don't care. Maybe I'm one of the few that's just taking it too tough. Maybe that's it. But it, oh gosh, it, it, woo, it, it bothers me. It really does. I feel like I'm just talking about things that bother me today because the last topic that I want to get to is the live golfers of the Saudi tour have filed a lawsuit against the PGA tour. And this antitrust lawsuit, I'm good with it. Now, we know it's all about money and the fact that they want to play in the FedEx Cup playoffs. And this injunction will hopefully allow them to play. The key is, which is really weird that like the PGA Tour doesn't really control the other majors. And so they're probably making some phone calls to the Masters and, you know, the British Open. Hey, can you, can you go ahead and come along with us and suspend the players and blah, blah, blah. The players 
lawyers said that they feel that, quote, the PGA Tour has pressured and encouraged the major organizations to join this group boycott and to prevent Live Golf from entering the global golf ecosystem, end quote. This really comes down to Saudi Arabia having a lot of money. I mean, they said Tiger Woods, there was a report that Tiger Woods turned down $200 million. That he wanted to play on the Live Tour. And he turned it down. That's a hypocrisy. That's all it is in my mind. No, Saudi Arabia is not perfect. No, Saudi Arabia has a lot, a lot that they have to change about their culture and people and human rights. That's true. But that also is based on what we believe to be right and what we are acting like didn't happen here in America with slavery. And even over the last four years, the rise in discrimination, overt, the racial tension has never been worse. The KKK. The skeletons in everybody's closet. The president went over Saudi Arabia. America's doing business with Saudi Arabia. Let's not act like this live tour is all, oh, this is the worst thing. No, it's a bunch of, a bunch of white men mad because a bunch of Saudi princes got billions and they can just, yeah, come on, play on my tour. That's all it is. You want to try to boycott players. It's wrong. And I'm glad they filed this injunction. I hope that they win. And that soon, players will be able to get points for playing in live tour tournaments. Cash prizes are higher. Nothing wrong with that. Everybody can get paid. You don't say anything about the Euro Tour. Right? There are other golf tours than just the PGA Tour. PGA of Australia. The European Tour. Japan Golf Tour. I mean, there's so many. Just stop it. Just stop it as if the live is the worst thing that can happen. Just tell them to change it to, look, play Thursday through Sunday. Call it a day. And let's move on. I feel like that's the best thing that they can do to just, come on, just make this go away, please. Make it go away. And I was wrong, by the way. Tiger Woods was offered like 700 to $800 million. So I forgot my own notes for the show. 
seven to eight hundred million dollars to play on the live tour and he said no that's the kind of money the Saudi has and that's what the PGA Tour is scared of is that they can just buy up the whole PGA Tour and just say it's our tour now and you're out and we control it that's the issue it's just all about control all about money that's it not about golf not about golf at all oh my gosh don't get me started don't get me started and you know what instead of starting let me just send it right there all right that'll do it for just for sport i didn't even talk about any gambling i was just i i wasn't looking at sports books i just i wasn't I really wasn't, and you know what? I got to admit two things before I end the show. Uh, one, I want to go to City Open, ATP Tour. Hopefully I can go. I'm sad that already Andy Murray and Venus Williams are knocked out. Maybe I'll get to see some Nick Kyrgios or somebody else. But I also forgot that I wanted to look at the team futures. And when you look at the team futures, it might not be bad to still go ahead and put a bet on the Padres. They're at plus 1,100. So they're near the favorites. Kind of. I'll put a little something on them. Why not? Actually, I probably already did, which is crazy. Let me check my bets before I do that. Huh? What's unsettled? Right? I'm taking down a little lane here. What's unsettled? Well, I lost a bunch of them. Uh, Padres to win the World Series. Already got it. 15 to 1. All right, I'm good. I thought I'd put that in. Wasn't sure. I put it in November 4th. 15 to 1. So now they're 11 to 1. Didn't change that much. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. With that Juan Soto, yeah, yeah. That's going to look good. All right. Now I can end the show. That'll do it for Just for Sport. I'm Jamoke. Ciao for now. Are you looking for a better way to play player props or daily fantasy sports? Well, look no further than Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the leading over under daily fantasy game. Why? Because it's so easy to use and win. You can make your picks in under 30 seconds and win up to 10 times your money in one day. Right now, we have a special offer for our viewers and listeners of the Just for Sport podcast. All you have to do is sign up now and use the promo code J for Sport, and Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Yep, that's right. They'll match your first deposit up to $100. So, join the over 150,000 others who found a better way to play and download the Prize Picks app today.